You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to more of the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Christodoulou, and today we are doing our NFL picks for week number two, kicking things off with tonight's Thursday night matchup between the L.A. Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs. So make sure you hit that like button, comment down below, let me know who you guys expect to come out winners in this week's slate of games, and most importantly, hit that subscribe button because when we hit 500 subs, I'm giving away some of the show t-shirts you see me wearing here. But without further ado, let's dive right in and talk some picks, some betting odds, and who I think is coming out the winner here. So starting with tonight's matchup, as I mentioned, Chargers and Chiefs, over under for this one is set at a whopping 54 points as the Chiefs are minus four favorites coming into this matchup at the time of this recording. So I think you have a matchup here. AFC West, two heavyweights. The Chargers looked really good taking down the Raiders last weekend. And then, of course, the Chiefs absolutely dominating the Cardinals in what was not really a game at any point whatsoever. I really like this matchup here. I think it's going to be a really fun one. And I definitely like the over-under sitting at 54. I think this is a game that the point total could go much higher than 54. But as for me personally, what I have selected here, I do have the Chiefs coming out winners. And I have them winning at a score of about 28 to 26, somewhere around that ballpark. I definitely think the point total could get higher than this, but I like the over here. My over sits right at the 54 mark, but would I be shocked if I saw both these teams cross 30 points in a shootout? Absolutely not. You have Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, two of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Patrick Mahomes, arguably the best, and Justin Herbert, well on the rise. I like the Chiefs winning. Again, 28-26. I like the over for this game here. Going into game number two now, the 1 p.m. window on Sunday. We got a handful of games to dive through here. Starting off with the Jets taking on the Browns in Cleveland. The Browns are minus six and a half favorites here. The over-under sitting at 40. Now, when I look at this matchup here, over-under at 40, I could definitely see something more along the lines of the under just because I don't think the Jets are going to be doing a ton of scoring as long as Zach Wilson is out. Offense did not really look great going up against the Ravens this past week, and I think the Browns' defense should be solid enough that they should be able to give the Jets some issues. I do have the Browns winning the matchup here at 24-10. to I think the Browns do the bulk of the scoring in this game, and Browns at minus 6.5 definitely doesn't seem too unrealistic. I could see them winning by at least a touchdown or so and I obviously I have them winning by 14 but I definitely see them at worst winning by about seven or so so six and a half um favorites that's that's that doesn't feel too much of a reach to go for if you are a bet in person but I like the Browns 24 to 10 I think they win this game fairly handedly Going into our next matchup here, we're looking at the Commanders taking on the Lions in Detroit. And the Detroit Lions, funny enough, are actually the favorites going into this game, surprisingly. So minus one and a half favorites. Over under is set at 48 and a half. I think the Lions surprised a lot of people going into that shootout with the Eagles this past week. And as I mentioned going into the season, I think the Lions are a team that can surprise a lot of people throughout the year with just how efficient they're going to be as a team. Now, I know that the players love playing for Dan Campbell. They lost a ton of tight contests last year. And, and again, they go down swinging last week by three points and a massive 38-35 shootout. So with that in mind, the Commanders squeaking out a win, a late win at that against the Jaguars this past week. I kind of like the Lions winning this game here, and I actually do have them winning 24-20. to The scoreline totals out at 44, so I am looking at the under here. I don't know if we're going to see quite the shootout we saw from the Lions last week putting up that 30-some-odd points, but I do see the Lions scoring enough to take down the Commanders, who nearly gave away the game at some instances last week, ultimately being able to squeak out that, you know, that final was like minute or so left on the clock touchdown. But I like the Lions here. I feel like they're going to get an upset. 
I didn't pick them last week to win. I thought they were, you know, I didn't expect them to take it to the Eagles the way they did. And after last week's performance, I want to see them take down the Commanders. Going into our next game here, we're looking at the Saints and Buccaneers. The Buccaneers heading on over to New Orleans as the Bucs are minus two and a half favorites away, which is interesting considering the Saints track record going up against the Bucs since Tom Brady's gotten there. The only time the Bucs have beaten them was in that playoff run when they made it to the Super Bowl and won. So with that in mind, I'm kind of torn on this game here, but I do, uh, uh, history has a has a has a way of repeating itself. So I, I I really want to take the Bucks on this one here, but the offensive line is really concerning me. And with that in mind, I think this Saints team, with how good their defense is supposed to be, and maybe it's going to take them a little bit to get things really rolling here, because I know they struggled a little bit with the Falcons. I think the Saints get the job done. I think they continue to beat down on the Buccaneers and continue that winning streak during the regular season that they have against the Bucks since Tom Brady got there. I have them squeaking out a tiny win. 24 to 23 offense for Buc the Buccaneers looked a little bit iffy going up against a really good Cowboys defense and they were only able to put up 19 despite the fact that the Cowboys really did not do a ton on offense so with that again Saints for the W I like them 24 to 23 I like the over for this game over set at 44 my total hits at 47 I think that it'll be a fairly decent scoring affair but not anything too out of the ballpark crazy Looking at our next matchup, we have ourselves the Panthers taking on the Giants. This one here is an interesting one because the Giants are now minus two favorites on this one here with the over-under set at 43 and a half. I'm a little bit surprised to see the Giants favorite, favorite in this one. I understand they are home, so, you know, Panthers away and whatnot, home field advantage. But I really feel like the Panthers could definitely win this game. However, the Giants obviously came out massive win last week against the Titans, and Saquon Barkley looked phenomenal. Sterling Shepard looked really good. Daniel Jones, I can't even believe I'm saying this. Daniel Jones even looked really good. So, I mean, a lot of surprises coming from the Giants last week. I'm curious to see if that continues on or if maybe that was just catching lightning in a bottle and pulling out a big upset victory. I actually have, despite the offensive struggles early for the Panthers, the Panthers winning this game. Fairly close. Giants are minus two favorites, but I have the Panthers winning at 23 to 17. So I have them winning by six. I have the under for this game. My point total sets at 40 over under is 43 and a half. I don't think this is going to be a super high scoring affair. The Giants were only good for 21 points last week and the Panthers hit, I believe, what, 24, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't think it's going to be a massive scoring affair. I think both defenses on these teams are fairly solid. It's going to be up to the offenses to really grind out some points here in this matchup, but I like the Panthers. Looking at the Patriots heading into Pittsburgh against the Steelers, somehow in, I almost said Heinz Field, but I don't really know, I, I don't remember what the Steelers' new football stadium name is, and it's it's still Heinz Field to me, but the Patriots are minus two favorites going into this game. The, the spread has actually continued to move in their favor, because the last I checked, I believe it was like at one or one and a half, and then I looked this morning, and it's at two now. So minus two favorites away, and the over-under is set at 40. I definitely do not think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. Steelers did not put up a ton against the Bengals last week. The Patriots were good for one lone touchdown last week. Um, I really am kind of shocked, considering how good the Steelers' defense looked this past week, and I know TJ Watt is out for the foreseeable future with his pec injury. I'm really shocked that the Steelers are not favored in this game. Offense did not look terrible. It was very... It, it did a decent job for the Steelers. The Patriots' offense... 
despite, you know, a turnover here and a mistake there and some issues and what have you, maybe took away some of the points that they could have put on the board. I like the Steelers more than I like the Patriots going in this game. And I actually have the Steelers winning 21 to 14. I just don't really see how the Patriots come out winners in this game based off their performance last week. Obviously, Bill Belichick has a really good uh, record at going head-to-head with Mike Tomlin. So, you know, maybe that's something that continues going into this next game here. But I really like the Steelers at home in this one. I, I, I don't think I could choose the Pats winning this game after watching the way they played last week. Give me the Steelers, 21-14. I have the under. My total hits at 35. The over-under set at 40. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. Looking at the Colts and the Jaguars. Now, this is a game that if, if you're a Colts fan, and I am, so this one hits a little bit harder to me, struggle in Jacksonville every single year. It just It's a thing that, going back to, I think, like 2014, the Colts have not won a game in Jacksonville. It's similar to the Patriots' struggles with the Dolphins in Miami. Colts are minus four favorites as the away team, over-under sitting at 45. I really really don't want to take the Colts in this game if I'm being completely honest with you. However, I feel like the Colts might be able to get it done this time around. You have Matt Ryan. He's from the South, having played in Atlanta for the last, you know, however many years of his career, his entire career up until this point. I think that, and and I know that they're a dome team in Atlanta, but still, the point remains, he's been down there for a while. Maybe him leading the team Going against Jacksonville with some stability, I'm not too thrilled with how the offense played last week, but I'm going to give the Colts the benefit of the doubt here. They're minus four favorites, and you can probably see I'm not really thrilled making this selection here, but I'm going to go with the Colts. I have them winning 28-23. to I have the over set at 51 here, so take that for what you will. I think the Jaguars might be able to put up a little bit more on the point side than some people might expect them to. I expect the Colts offense to be able to play a full four quarters and get at least four touchdowns in this game. They should be able to. The Jaguars showed some really good promise against the Commanders last week, but in my mind, the way I'm juggling this is if the Commanders could put up 28 last week, I think the Colts should be able to put up 28 this week. Might be completely wrong about that, and I'm probably going to be wrong about that because, again, the Colts cannot seem to win in Jacksonville, but I'm going to take Indy 28-23. Going into the next matchup here, we have the Ravens taking on the Dolphins in Baltimore as the Ravens are minus three and a half favorites over under set at 44 and a half. If I was to go with an over under on this one, I do think I like the over here. I think both the Dolphins and the Ravens are good for 20 some odd points in this matchup here. Lamar Jackson kind of silencing a lot of the haters this past week, throwing three touchdowns, only one interception. Completion percentage maybe was not the best in the world, but the weather was necessarily not great. So, I mean... I like the Ravens. I think that they're a really good team, especially now that they're healthy. They are a much better unit than they were last year. I think they could give the Dolphins some problems, but with how explosive this Dolphins offense is looking to be so far, I could see the Dolphins hanging in there. However, I do have the Ravens winning the matchup here at 27 to 21. And again, I do like the over on this one here. My point total sits at 48 over under again at 44 and a half. So I do like the Ravens. Ravens minus three and a half feels like a safe bet here. I think that they could definitely win by about like four or five or somewhere along those lines. I have them winning by six. So definitely three. Uh, if, that, if I was looking for like a spread bet, I do like the Ravens favorite on that one there. Moving into the 4 p.m. window of games here. So we're starting off with the Falcons and the Rams. The Rams are a massive minus 10.5 favorite, and the over-under is settled at 46.5. The Falcons hung in there with the Saints last week. 
division matchup, division rivals tend to play each other a little bit more aggressively. You could see both those teams kind of jawing at each other at certain points. And, it, you know, it's, it's always chippy when you're watching division rival matchups. But it definitely felt a little extra chippy between the Saints and Falcons last week. I don't want to sit here and say that I don't think the Falcons have a chance because I look at the Saints as a playoff team and they played really well against the Saints last week. Now, the Rams obviously getting like their doors blown off in the season opener against the Bills. Real big head scratcher for me there. I don't really know what happened. However, I think the Rams do bounce back in this matchup here. I have the Rams winning 30 to 20. I think minus 10 and a half is a lot. If it was minus 10, maybe, but I think that the odds of them winning by more than 10 based off of how the offense looked last week, I just don't know if I can really buy into that at this moment. That's one of those like, let me see it to believe it type deals. So not a big fan of the spread here. I like the over on this one. I think both teams could put up a solid amount of points. I think the Rams bounce back. I don't know if they win by more than 10 points, though. That just seems like an awful lot for a team that just got completely blown out the week before. And I understand it's the Bills' best team in the league, but still, I, I, slight slight bit of worry crept into me while I was watching that game last week. And I'm going to need to see some good from this Rams team before I start to feel confident about them again. Going into the Seahawks and the 49ers. Over under for this one set at 41. And the 49ers, minus eight and a half favorites. Now, the Seahawks obviously came away with that massive upset victory over the Broncos this past week. And I think, you know, there might be some people that are feeling the Seahawks a little bit more than they probably should coming out of that game. I don't want to take credit away. Seahawks did an excellent job. They got the W. The Broncos spent a lot of that game shooting themselves in the foot. Nathaniel Hackett with the late game stuff and the field goal kick and whatnot have you. A lot of head scratching stuff from the Broncos. And it definitely felt like the Broncos kind of gave that game away. So with that in mind, it's not that I don't think the Seahawks could pull out an upset here because NFC West games are crazy. They, I feel like if there's one division that is just completely unexpected every year with the way results of games happen... I could see the Seahawks totally pulling an upset here, but I'm going to go with the 49ers. Offense was not great going against the Bears in that monsoon they played last week. I think, you know, Kyle Shanahan's going to really want to prove to everyone that, you know, we made the right choice going with Trey Lance here, and we don't have Jimmy Garoppolo on the bench strictly because we don't believe in Trey Lance, like the media narrative is kind of pushing. I expect it to be a tight game. I think that the 49ers still struggle a bit offensively, I have the 49ers winning 17-13. I think the Seahawks can hang in there. If you just hung with the Broncos, you should be able to hang with a division rival in the 49ers whose offense is, on paper, not necessarily supposed to be as good as the Broncos, I guess you could say. Over-under at 41, I'm sitting at 30 with the under. I think it's a low-scoring affair. I don't think a ton of points are going to be put on the board. I don't know about the 49ers minus 8.5. That is an awful, massive margin to win by, especially going against a division rival opponent who's coming off hot while you're coming off cold off of last week's performances. Looking at the Bengals taking on the Cowboys here. Bengals minus seven favorites in in Dallas, mind you, in Dallas. I feel like a lot of people have soured on Dallas now that Dak Prescott is not going to be in the fold here. Um, I think I like the Bengals minus seven. If I was to pick a spread out of any of this week to absolutely bet on, I think the Bengals minus seven feels the safest bet just because I don't know about the Cowboys offense with Dak Prescott in. And now that he's out, I really don't know about it because that offense did not look good last week. And now that Dak Prescott's not in, I cannot imagine things are going to go super well for them offensively with Cooper Rush as quarterback number one. Over under set at uh, 41 and a half. I like the under on this one at 31. 
Um, I, I don't think a ton of points are going to be scored. I have the Bengals winning 21 to 10. That's where my 31 comes from here. I think the Bengals don't get a ton going because I, I feel like the Cowboys defense is a lot better than some people are realizing. And, and I feel like social media and the media kind of likes to drag down the, the Cowboys whenever they're doing poorly. But that defense was really impressive against the Buccaneers to hold them for only 19 points. So I don't think the, the Bengals are going to light it up all over the place. I think they'll score a decent amount. Three touchdowns is what I have them good for. Minus seven feels like a safe pick. Again, 21 to 10. They win by 11. Doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility to me. Looking at the Texans and the Broncos. Broncos are minus 10 favorites in this one. Another massive spread here. And then the over-under is set at 45. Now, the Texans played the Colts, who are, you know, a lot of people's dark horse playoff team, and they hung in there for a tie. Broncos did not look great. They spent a lot of time, like I mentioned, shooting themselves in the foot in their matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know if I like minus 10 or not, I do think it's definitely possible, and I have the Broncos winning this game by 10, but I think that's like absolute best case scenario. The Broncos have to come back and throw a massive punch if they want to stay strong in this AFC West division that they have. Every single team in the AFC West, aside from the Broncos, looked good. Even the Raiders in their loss to the Chargers. That was a hard-fought matchup between two division rivals. Game was settled by five points. You know, it, that losing in that fashion, not a big deal. The Broncos, out of all four of those teams, needs a win and a statement win over what on paper is a lesser opponent. So I have the Broncos winning 27 to 17, which obviously hits that minus 10 on the spread. So Broncos cover there. But ultimately, I, I think that's like best case scenario. I'm a little bit concerned about the Broncos right now. And it's more to do with like coaching and decision making going on with some play calling than anything else. The Broncos have a super talented roster and they should be winners here. And I have the under for this. My total sits at 44 over under at 45, if you're wondering. For the Cardinals and the Raiders, this is a game I think is going to be a fairly high-scoring affair, and the books seem to think that as well, with the over-under set at 51.5, and the Raiders are minus 5.5 favorites at home. Like I said, I think that there's going to be a lot of offense in this game. The Cardinals let up a ton to the Chiefs last week, and I feel like the Raiders have potential to be able to push 30-some-odd points, especially with how bad the Cardinals' defense looked last week. I expect the Cardinals to be able to put up some points as well in this game. I think that, you know... Despite the fact that they got like two garbage time timeouts last week, I'm assuming they come into this game a little bit more prepared and a little bit more ready to roll, especially you want to wipe that sour taste out of your mouth. So I expected a high scoring game. I'm actually picking the Raiders for this one at home. I like the Raiders here. I think the Raiders bounce back offensively, and I think this is a statement game for them to say, hey, this is, you know, we spent a lot of money on our offense this offseason bringing in Devontae Adams. Here's what we're actually able to do. Raiders win 35-21. I think the Cardinals still struggle a little bit defensively. Offensively, I don't think they're able to keep up quite as well with the with the Raiders. I, I'm a little bit concerned about that offense right now, but I like the Raiders over sitting at 56 for me. My, to, my point total over under is again at 51 and a half, so I definitely like the over in this game. I think we could see a fairly high point total by the end of the regulation. Now, looking at the Bears and the Packers, we're talking Sunday night football. This is a fun one here because when I look at this, I think, man, Packers should come out winners. And Packers are favored by 10 in this matchup. I I really want to say like that's possible, but 
the offense did not look great against the Vikings last week. And it could be that the Vikings defense is just really good and, you know, young receiver group in Green Bay. And there was a few missed opportunities that they left out on the field. So maybe Green Bay should have had some more points anyways. And maybe that game's completely different if Christian Watson doesn't drop that open catch. That probably would have been a touchdown. I like the Packers winning this game. I think the Bears, talent-wise, still lag a little bit behind what the uh, the Packers bring to the table. But I think it's going to be closer than minus 10. I, I don't see the Packers completely like washing the Bears by any means in this game. I have the Packers winning 24 to 20, closer four point game. My over under does hit the over at 44 because the over under set at 41 and a half. I think the Bears offense, based off what they did last week, if you can do that in a monsoon against a 49ers defense, I would assume that the Bears offense might be a little bit better than people were anticipating it to be this season. So I'm going to give the Bears a little bit more credit going into this game. I have them losing close. Now, Jumping into the Monday night doubleheaders, we are talking the Titans and the Bills. This is a fun one here. The Titans obviously losing a game that I don't think anyone expected them to lose against the Giants this past week. The Bills are going into this one as home favorites of minus 10, over under is sitting at 48. This is going to be a little bit of a, a, a surprise, I think, to some people, and honestly, when I settled on this myself, I wasn't too sure about it, but I'm going to stick with it because I, I'm... The Bills are just so good. The Bills are just so good. And it's hard for me to imagine with the way the Titans struggled offensively last week that they can really keep pace with the Bills in this one. Maybe I'm wrong. I do respect the hell out of Mike Vrabel. I think, and I say this a lot, I think he is one of the best coaches in the league. For him to be able to do what he did with the Titans last year and drag them to a number one seed was unbelievable. But I have the Bills... And again, they're minus 10 favorites in this game, so I don't think it sounds too too crazy, but I have the Bills winning this one 33-17, completely blowing out the Titans. I'm a little bit concerned about what's going on in Tennessee right now. Again, maybe that game last week was an anomaly, and it was just how well the Giants played them. Maybe the Giants are better than we all thought they were going to be this season. I don't know what the answer to that is, but... A little bit concerned about the Titans' offense right now. They only put up 20 last week, so them only hitting 17 against a Bills defense that was ranked first last year in like every major statistical category and then completely shut down the defending Super Bowl champions last week does not seem out of the realm of possible. And the Bills completely dumped a massive, what was it, like 30-some-odd points last week as well. I like the Bills. I think this one gets a little ugly. I think it might be a blowout here. Obviously, over gets hit on this one. I have 50 total for my scoreline. Over-under set at 48, so I do like the over there. But my goodness, I, I think this one gets a little ugly. And then for the final game of the week, this one starts about an hour and 15 minutes after the Titans and Bills game, which is really weird. These games overlap each other. Odd stuff here. We have the Vikings taking on the Eagles in Philadelphia. This is a pretty fun matchup here because the Vikings, again, surprised a lot of people this past week. Their offense looked awesome. And then the Eagles dropping a massive, what was it, 38 points, 35 points in their victory, 38 points. So you have two teams with some really good scoring potential. And they both get it done in like vastly different ways. You have this crazy run game that they're deploying over there in Philadelphia. Meanwhile, the Vikings have Justin Jefferson, who is clearly very serious about his statement of by the end of this season, I will be recognized as the best wide receiver in the league. The over under is set at 50 and a half. 
and the Eagles are only minus two favorites. I think this game ends up being a tight one. I think there's a lot of points put on the board. Eagles defense did not look too awesome last week. I'm surprised that the Lions were able to put up as much as they could. The Vikings... Defense looked really good against the Green Bay team that also missed some things here and there and probably could have made that game closer than the final score actually made it out to look as. So I think the game ends up being close. I do agree with that minus two with the Eagles there. I think that either one of these teams winning, it's going to be a really tight contest. I do have the Eagles edging out a small victory, small victory, 30 to 28 over the Vikings. I don't think it's going to be a massive separation in point points between the team. I think that this one can really go either way, and I would not be surprised if it was flipped and the Vikings go 30-28 to and win the game, but I like the Eagles mainly because they're in Philadelphia. If this game was in Minnesota, I'd probably favor the Vikings a little bit more, and I feel like that's kind of the deciding factor here with the books too. I feel like Eagles are favorites strictly because it's in Philadelphia because this is a really fun-looking matchup on paper and a really exciting one at that, but those are my picks. For all 16 games this week, again, I would love to hear what you guys think in the comment section down below. I appreciate you guys for hanging around and sticking to the very end. See you all next time. Have a good one.